Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, guys? It is your podcast host, Nate, of The Talking Block. Now, are you a future podcaster wanting to start a podcast or an old podcaster looking for a new podcasting app? Anchor is the way to go, also known as Spotify for podcasters. Great distribution, great tools, great sources. And might I add, it is free, no charge. So download it right now. And if you have a topic that needs to be talked about or words that you need to be said, download Anchor, also known as Spotify for podcasters today. Go now. Hey, what's up? Sabi, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so, like I said yesterday, uh, I'll do a little introduction, and then from there, I'll let you introduce yourself, and we'll just be like a normal conversation. Oh, okay. All right. Um, any questions before we start? Um, not really. Or right, can you hear me good? Am I like? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm ready when you are. Man. All right. All right, guys. If you're listening, thank you for taking the time to listen to another podcast episode of the Talking Block. And today, I have a very special podcast episode with you. As you all know, it is February, which means Black History Month. So we're just bringing all the details, bringing all the guests, bringing all the fun. And today I have a special guest with me, Simon Kennedy. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey guys, uh, so my name is Simon, obviously. Um, I've known Nate for a while, and when he reached out to me, I was really excited because I'm also interested in starting a podcast. Um, I don't know when that's gonna happen, eventually in the future, um, but I'm just really happy I could be here and give my perspective on uh, whatever Nate has to offer me today. Thank you. All right, Simon. Um, as you know, it's Black History Month. And um, before we exactly get into all the details, um, let's see. How would I how would I ask this? What what does Black History Month mean to you and like aspects of and um and whoever's listening for whoever's listening. Uh, I did ask Simon because black history is not just about how it impacted the black people, but it's also how it influences all races. And Simon is a non-black person, I'll put it that way. 
and white. It's okay. I'm white. I'm like I'm like German white. So I'm pretty white. I wanted him to come up here and just give his perspective because when it comes to Black history, it's not just about you know the Black history side because there were white people, there were Asians, there were Mexicans that were all supporting on the Black civil rights. So how do you take Black History Month? Like, what do you see about it? What do you find important? What is your kind of like biggest take on it? Um, for me, this month has always been like, like, honestly, around the community, in in my like personal experience, it's always felt like just another month for me personally, um, because like I've I even around Jacksonville, um, like I haven't really seen like a lot of things that like show a bunch of like awareness because like this month is important to show that like hey like bad stuff happened and now and like now it's over it's kind of over which i feel like is one of the like stuff that sucks because yeah it's officially and legally over but there are still like discriminatories and microaggressions against the black community not just the black community other communities like the asian community and the specific islander community and any foreigner for that matter not just the blacks and i feel like this month shows that like we're taking those small steps toward full equality no matter what you come from no matter what you look like like all shapes and sizes i'm glad you included the um you know the other races there has been like a very kind of weird controversy that you know asians mexicans native americans deserve their month deserve their week deserve their day how do you feel about that i definitely i definitely having some form of recognition in the states for those other things to admit like hey this was wrong this is how we can do to fix it and our generation is the generation that's going to be able to fix everything like it sucks that even now the people who are in power in the government not to try to get political um at all um but the people that are in power are from one to two generations before us like our president right now i don't even know how old he is 70 80 like i think he's 60s too something like that it doesn't matter um yeah he's up there like all of our political leaders i'm pretty sure even the governor of jacksonville is like 30 or 40 right now and like the fact that we have all these older generations running our government and telling us like oh yeah this is how you be that's why the that's why every that's why roe v wade was such a big deal because all of the old generations wanted something that they thought was appropriate and we as a new generation want something entirely different us wanting something entirely different is the big argument that like is clashing is clashing and colliding with the other older generations and the fact that we have those people still in power is like not helping the fact that like we we want something entirely different i see where you're coming from this uh and like you said it's all about perspective uh i yeah. definitely when it comes to whose side are we on i i don't want to say like we should be on our own side because yeah why do we have to have sides though right and it's i it's more of a fact of we get where the elders are coming from we get where the administrators are coming from they see you know kind of towards the future but at the same time like you said we are the next future and in order for us to be able to 
you know, provide for after that, it kind of takes in a matter of, well, how can we become more diverse in aspects of thinking and doing because mm-hmm. us doing what we want is not going to work out. And that brings me to my next question because you kind of talked about it. Um, do you believe that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say it right now, in Jacksonville, I don't think it's a very big thing, but around the world it is. Do you believe that white privilege is a thing and have you ever experienced it? Honestly, yes, I do to a certain degree. Um, it, it really sucks because there are some opportunities that I get that even my friend Xavion doesn't get. Mm-hmm. which really hurts me because I've known Xavion since I was in seventh grade. He was one of the first people I met. I have annoyed this man for the longest time. We have grown together. And the fact that like, like certain things, like when, when we were at, uh, I believe it was a competition. Like I had one of the band directors come up to me and be like, automatically assume that I'm the leader mm-hmm. and just be like, which I mean, don't get me wrong, I am captain, but like just that felt kind of weird that they automatically assumed that I'm the the leader. Because he's like, hey, your um like your drumline sounds really good. I'm like, oh, thank you, but I I'm part of Northside, so it's not really my drumline. Which still irks me. And like even then, like in in like just in normal classes. Um, I see it sometimes, um, kind of, I haven't seen it this semester so far, but, um, last semester I was, actually, no, I ran an experiment the other day. I wore a bandana around school. I wore a white bandana, nothing like just, you know, around my head to keep my hair out out of my face. And nobody said to me, nobody said nothing to me at all. And... Um, but last week I saw someone wearing a bandana and they instantly got told that they had to take it off. Now this person is native American, um, uh, I, I believe they're, um, I want to say Indonesian. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's correct or not. Um, but I believe they were Indonesian, um, which makes me pissed off to no end. The fact that um that happens still like we're way past that point now like we're all like most of us are adults here like and if you're not an adult you're getting ready to be an adult like things are gonna change fast and they need to start changing now kind of you i think you like addressed it but what is your most people when they when white people are influenced by white privilege i see most of them work off of in uh influence and impulse and not uh you know being rational and um communicative mm-hmm. what is your automatic like instinct do you get furious about it on the aspect of why is it, uh, that it's not fair or do you like kind of just kind of sit back and try to think about it rationally That's a good question, first off. Um, I try to think rationally and like think like, why are they doing that? That's like my first thought. But then after that, I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'll say something and I'll address it to the person that was being discriminatory or I will like, yeah, sorry. 
you good, you good. And I think, um, like you're saying, I get it for, you know, especially on your side, because you're supporting for us to like, want to be automatically impulsive. But the fact that you just, you said you kind of take it in rationally, I think that's definitely a step for many people first that acknowledge it, is when you're able to rationally think about it and understand all aspects of it, then you're able to work off of impulse and be like, okay, what's the best way I can proceed? Because uh, as we can see, killing and fighting and riots, they don't technically work. And even then, to a certain extent, rational doesn't even work because, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X and all Rosa Parks, uh, mm-hmm. all these different black people and all, Gandhi and all these, uh, I think her name was St. Mary, all these people were thrown in jail and you know, yeah, a bunch of major pacifists that did nothing wrong but peacefully protest, which right. we have the absolute right to. It's just a matter of what steps will we take next. Yeah. And the pain, it honestly kind of pains me to say it, but I think the best thing is we have to wait it out until our generation gets into power. Because what all that's happening right now with what we're doing to take action which it started off peacefully now it's turning into riots and storming the capital um and things that are just escalating and destroying the world and destroying each other instead of working together you said kind of wait until our next generation becomes into power like like our generation like yeah. like we get into be governors and like we are part of the government instead of us being you know still high schoolers and most of us are just about to go to college or some of us are in college and some of us are well, still in high school and i see where you're coming from with that do you think that some of our generation like you're saying are what percentage of our generation do you see worthy and actually proceeding and doing the right thing with if they were given the power um with the nonchalantness and like the i don't really care attitude if i'm being completely honest i think maybe out of jacksonville maybe five percent five percent overall i think 20 percent. like all of the u.s out of like from what i've seen from riots people that'll actually take political action which i think is what we need mm-hmm. is probably about 20 to 30 percent if i'm making a guesstimate i would agree with you because like you said it's just uh i like to and i'm not gonna lie i think i was at i was like this at one point but much of our generation has became insensitively sensitive and yes is like yeah. they don't care but the moment that it happens to them, it's like, why would you do that? Now I'm gonna uh, retaliate and you know go off because you should have done that even though I did it to you the same way. Yep, and then they also created this entire cancel culture just so that way they could hide from their feelings and just be, oh, I'm gonna cancel you because you're telling the truth. Right, right. What, um, kind of moving on, what's something that you would take from the black culture if you were allowed? So like, it doesn't, and when I say take, I mean like something that you find interesting or, you know, something that you've kind of been taught through your friends or like other uh, older people that were, you know, of a different minority from you. How to season my food. <laughs> no, um, honestly, uh, I'm going to get a little bit religious. The way you guys worship 
god i i mean you guys as in everyone except for white people because white people do it really traditionally with the hands out and it's really boring and mm-hmm. it's not like heaven's a party like right. from from everything that i've read and everything that i've seen all the interactions with god like like the church that i go to um seems very forced Mm-hmm. It seems very like, oh, this is the traditional way to do it. Like, this is how you do it. And I've gone to a predominantly black church and they are amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone is enjoying themselves. Everyone is knee deep in the Holy Ghost. Like, that is that is what worshiping should be like. Not the forcedness of whitewashed church. And I will say one thing, uh, I've really, as I kind of developed my relationship with God today, it was really funny because I'm so used to, you know, hands up, screaming, shouting, but today, I, I, um, mind you, I didn't feel good. Um, I was, I was like really sick and I had like, I have a lot on my plate, you know, with college and, you know, yeah. track and all that. And I'm just, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? So, you know, at first I didn't want to pray because there's some days where I just don't, I'm like, I don't want to pray. I don't even want to deal with God because God doesn't, I don't think God deserves to deal with me. But today, one thing that I learned about worship is sometimes when you have those voices that are like influenced by God and you just listen, it's amazing because I would, I listen to my daily devotional and then I have this one song that I always pray with. And today I was like, you know what, God, I don't even want to pray. I don't even want to say anything. I'm just going to sit here be quiet. I'm going to listen. And it's so yep. crazy. Sometimes that's what you need. Right. And it's, it's so crazy because you get more out of that than you do. Hey, can I get this? Can I get that? Can I get like, how you, how you working? Like, and it's, he's just, sometimes he just needs to be like, shut your mouth Up and listen, listen. And it's, yep. it's so crazy. I definitely agree with, you know, the way that we worship. And I think the way that anybody worships, it's a matter of what are you doing it honestly? Are you doing it wholeheartedly? And is it like, it's not for you, but it's for God or whoever you worship? Yep. Yeah. Um, the last church I went to before the church I go to now, um, all of the music seemed very like performance based. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for the glory of God. It was for the entertainment of the people. Right. And that we unfortunately had to move churches because the church was staying in the same place not really moving like they taught the same sermon every year at the exact same time it's not like oh yeah this week we're doing this boom new series next week no it's like like every every service was talking about pretty much the same thing and when uh my family addressed this to the pastor they were like that's too real essentially that's not what they actually said they're like um we're not ready for that talking about like like um revelations and like what that means and like talking about why are we completely like the church would not at the end of the bible i think the last two chapters they wouldn't touch it's just crazy how we how you know one thing can be taken from one point of time and just stretch so far and sometimes it doesn't need to be stretched and it's just it's crazy but uh yeah my next question kind of moving on to the i have three more questions not too uh not too much but uh they're more so fun on the on the fun side but, okay uh you ever had like an oh shoot black person moment like you ever done something 
that you know was black related or you ever said something that was black related and you're like oh shoot there's a black person you ever had one of those moments <laughs> um no i don't think i have but i have been around people that have had that experience like i've been with somebody and then been like dude that's not culturally appropriate like um that one song i forgot who made it but there was a artist who made a bunch of uh racially profiling songs Mm -hmm. i think it was back in 2012 (laughs) or something um uh it was like the white people song, the black people song, the Mexican song, the Asians or the Chinese song, I think. Um, and I believe it was two years ago, something like that. Uh, my friend started blasting that at the mall mm-hmm. and then just went through the entire playlist. I'm like, dude, you can't play those songs. Like those songs are like meant to racially profile people. I won't lie. I've, I've definitely had quite a couple moments where I'm like, oh, shoot, a white person. And it's not, some of them were a little derogatory, but then at the same time, some of them were just like, I hope that he doesn't take it the wrong way. But I think one of the most impactful ones was, um, I was, I think I was in eighth grade and, you know, I'm sitting with my black friends and, and we're looking over, at, uh, I think we were in the gym and, you know, um, we're just looking at the, uh, you have you know those kids in gym that just don't want to do nothing and they're like yep they just sit there and relax and just yeah that group of people was white so um (laughs) i intentionally unintentionally i went to go get a basketball you know i'm just sitting there i'm acting a fool you know acting white and um coming to my realization that person he was i don't want to say special but he definitely had some different abilities that he didn't want to like you know participate and it kind of set me back because i'm like i mean i felt bad after that because you know it's not not all not everybody's like that not all white people are just you know nonchalant i'm top tier in the race and i it just made me feel bad so i definitely have had yeah. moments like that i think that was like one of my biggest impactful ones okay um i'm gonna go with the last question first and then we'll go okay to uh, what are right. you, um, so, you know, it, it's, uh, summertime, you know, the pool's out, the beaches are, the beach balls are out, and, you know, your black friend says, hey, I'm bringing you to the cookout. What are you bringing to the cookout? Me? Personally? Oh, please. Thank God. I've been waiting for this question my entire life, bro. <laughs> All right. I am cooking banana, or baking, sorry. I am an enormous baker, personally, myself. So, I'm going to make some uh banana pudding and i make these um really good cookies that are about like four inches big they're m&m cookies they like melt in your mouth um and then i also make this really good um talky mozzarella sticks talky mozzarella sticks yes so basically it's like um you've had a mozzarella stick before right yes essentially yeah i know who has it right it's like it's like you gotta have that as a child like that's one of the bare basic childhood like lunches especially north carolina from sonic sonic's oh yeah yeah sonic is oh yeah um but i uh so basically i take a cheese like how you make a normal 
cheese um, mozzarella stick, but the breading is replaced with um, Takis. Gotcha. Like crushed up Takis. That's like the essential watered down version of how I make it. Especially, I heard those M&M cookies. M&M cookies are number one behind chocolate chip. Nothing goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah, you can never go wrong with chocolate chip. I've I've recently uh, had some chocolate chips cookies and I was like, Man, these taste a little weird. And they used the wrong ingredient, but it still tasted good, which I don't understand how you could like mess up a chocolate chip cookie and it still tastes good. I don't know. It's just it's that it's that chocolate chip. That's what it does for you. Yep. Hey, never uh, go never go uh, wrong with chocolate. Exactly. Exactly. Moving on to the last question. Um what is something that people should find and take from this month, you know? whether it is, you know, from the black community or other communities or, you know, internalizing what they can do personally for themselves. Definitely take the time to appreciate every community that is out there, whether that is the black community or any other race community or the LGBTQIA community, Mm -hmm. like any community that is out there, take time to appreciate them, have an open mind. And if it may not even if it like doesn't go with what you're normally used to like say you live in a predominantly white neighborhood full of catholics and you go to school and you have a bunch of black people at your school and now you have to be able to appreciate the differences between you and come together to realize that hey maybe we're not so different just because the color of our skin is a different color don't mean that what's up in our brain isn't the same Right. And, and what's all, in our heart. It's all about adaptation, you know. Exactly. How are you going to adapt to the environment that you once were in to adapt to the environment that you are now in that is able to, you know, appreciate each other? So I definitely get that. Mm-hmm. And, like, one thing that I, I hate that it's a thing, but I understand why. Mm-hmm. Code switching. Personally, for me, code switching hurts my feelings that someone has to change how they are to interact with me. Because I'm also a very emotional person, so I can read people very well and I can notice when someone has code switched with me. So like all my friends that I've been around with for a long time that are of a different race and have that code switching ability, I will tell them, be you, do not code switch with me. And I, they have not done it since. Unless there's a third party around. So like you talking about like how one of your friends might try to act black or act white or act, you know, a different race? Yeah, try to act more of a different race instead of just being who they are. Gotcha. So that way they don't have to hide. Like I want all of my friends that come around me to feel welcome no matter what you have going on in your heart or in your brain or what you're attracted to. I got you. Understand. That is definitely like, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I didn't know that that was the term code switching, but uh yeah that's that's what i have heard it be called uh, i don't know any other terminology for it be called but but i mean it makes sense it makes sense yeah well that is all that all the questions i have um i know that you wanted to talk about your business so why don't you introduce that oh yeah so i have recently started up a therapy business because i know that around jacksonville Um, I know personally, I know a long list of people that can't afford therapy. Right. So my therapy business is called Walk With Me. And 
for um it's per hour um the normal rates are 25 dollars um but of course prices can be negotiated because everybody's situation is different and if right. you need to be on a plan or you want to do monthly or weekly we can set up some type of thing and we will go and do anything you want to do for an hour within reason because there are some some freaks out there i will say um and I have had someone be like, oh, you want to do this? And I'm like, um, that's not appropriate. Right. Um, but it is full um, clientele confidentiality. Um, if you, I'm thinking about making a contract and getting it legally approved. Mm-hmm. So that way, um, anything I talk about stays between us. It, mm-hmm. it does not leave. And if, unless you need me to talk to a third party about it, um, the only way that I will talk to somebody else is if you give me full permission or if there is something that I need to get the authorities involved with. So, unfortunately, if you killed somebody and you need somebody to confide in, I'm sorry, but please get a real therapist. I love each and every person that would come to me and I appreciate your time and effort, but I can't deal with you if you're a killer. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. I know that you said like within Jacksonville, like you do activities. Are you also taking it like, um, you know, kind of nationally, like where somebody decides to, you know, um, wants to call and they can't, they don't live near you doing that? Um, right now I'm trying to focus locally, but if I do have an interest from someone that's internationally or in a different state or state or something like that, um, then we can set up like, hey, let's do this like let's play an online game together for an hour let's um video chat let's do hey let's learn music together or something like that because another thing that i want to implement is music um music therapy sessions so that way like we could play music in the background um you want to learn more about music or you want to go do something like music related together that's also falls within the category of anything got you uh, why don't you share your? I don't. I want to say like your number, but your. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll just share my number. It's okay. Um, so you can contact me at nine one zero three five eight zero two seven eight. Um, just please let me know. Like, hey, my name is so and so. I wanted to talk to you about your business. Walk with me, and I wonder was wondering if I could set up an appointment or set up a video call or uh, just something to let me know, like who you are, what you want, so I don't think you're a scammer and I block you. Um, if email works better for you, you could um, email me at kennedysimon288 at gmail.com. Like he said, guys, uh, free therapy, well, not free, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> you get a therapy session, uh, and I, I can't advocate, he is a really good listener. He uh, There's been times where I had to come to him, um, especially when I was uh, when I went to school with him, you know he he listens very well and he does give good advice so uh make sure that you check it out walk with me with simon kennedy um you have an idea what you want your podcast to be um i think i haven't thought of a name yet i'm kind of just like brainstorming but right now um i'm kind of uh just leaving it open-ended so i'll start i'll you know i think the first episode is just gonna be me introducing myself me just be like hey this is about my life this is about me this is what i have planned for the future and if it starts getting some followers and gets some some feedback i'm gonna um open it up and be like i'll have a guest here and there and just be like hey let's do this hey let's do this 
Um, let's get people here. I have um, two international clients actually that want to be on the podcast already. So I have one from Africa. Um, I have uh, so Uganda, and then I have one from uh, England. I can't remember where specifically, but I have a girl from England, and then I have my best friend that lives in Uganda right now. Um, and then here in Jacksonville, I have a bunch of my friends. And if the podcast goes well, and me and my friends are like enjoying ourselves on the podcast, and we think it's really fun, and you guys have ideas for us, we'll go out and start making YouTube videos together and just roaming around Jacksonville. Jacksonville's pretty boring, though. I think having like something like that in Jacksonville would be pretty entertaining and be like, hey, they did this. That seems like a cool idea. Let's go do that. And like going to small businesses and doing like reviews on small businesses, because especially here um, in Jacksonville, a lot of small businesses get overlooked right. a lot. And that just working at a small business, because um, I used to work at Sixth Dimension on Ramsey. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they moved and we got some customers, but we didn't get as much as we could have because that place was really cool. It's a VR arcade. Um, it was it was a pretty cool spot, but okay, yeah. So make sure, like I said, once again, go check out his business. Walk with me. Be sure to tune in on his podcast. I will tell you that if you do start it, Anchor is probably one of the best ways to go. Uh, this is not sponsored. I'm just saying that. But um, <laughs> I, as you can see, I use Anchor, and Anchor is like definitely one of the best things. So like, um, you know, get with me, and I will definitely. Um, yeah, most you know, definitely. Yeah, on a pod, on a podcast episode, and make sure that they tune in. Um, with that, I think that's everything to be said about this podcast episode. I thank you for taking time to tune in. Um, to all the listeners, Simon, I thank you for your input, for your knowledge. Um, yeah, of course. One of the best uh, best friends I have. Anything else for you to say? Uh, no, thank you for listening, and thank you, Nate, for inviting me on. It means a lot, actually. You will definitely be back. I enjoyed this. Um, with that being said, to all those listening, this is another podcast episode of The Talking Block. I am Nate. You were listening in with Simon. We will see you next week for another podcast episode. Stay blessed, stay healthy, and I will see you next time. All right.